Welcome to the Wretched Hive Podcast. I got a bad feeling about this. Moss Eisley's Spaceport. What are you talking about? You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is ridiculous. We must be cautious. Actually, we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. That's good news. I like the sound of that. All right, welcome to another exciting episode of the Wretched Eye Podcast. This is coming to you live from Star Wars Celebration 2022. It's Steve with my reluctant co-host, Lisa Baldwin. We are at the Hilton Anaheim Bar. It's about 11 p.m. And uh, it's what? What day is it today, Lisa? Is it what day is it? It's Thursday. Thursday, the first day of the conference. We are tr- trolling the. He wants to talk to you. The uh, how's it going, sir? How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Did you go to the conference today? I sure did. What did you think of day one of Star Wars Celebration? This is my first time going to Celebration. It's the best thing ever. So, uh, just FYI, this is a podcast. This is the Wretched Hive podcast. Nice. One of about a million Star Wars podcasts. Yes. <laughs> the best one here, though. It, it is the best one. Thank you very much for saying that. So, what was your favorite part of, of, uh, of the day today? What was the best thing you saw today? The Obi-Wan premiere. Yeah, now, I came at like 9 p.m. I have not seen it yet. Best one and a half hours you will ever see. No spoilers. No spoilers, but best one and a half hours you'll ever... From beginning to end, best one and a half hours. Maybe 145. You'll see. All right, so without with a spoiler-free review, what can you tell me about the show that's so great without any spoilers? No spoilers. Yeah, focus yourself. Center yourself for a second. No spoilers. What is wonderful about Kenobi? Hayden Christensen... That's not a spoiler, obviously. And younglings. Younglings. Um, I, by the way, I didn't catch your name. I'm Steve. My name is Nito. Nito, very good to meet you. Thanks for coming on the Wretched Hive. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. My brother in the force. That's it. Thank All you. Right. Uh, so right sitting next to Nito is? I'm Dan. Dan, and uh, I take it you also saw the uh, premiere? No? you missed. We did Disney today. Oh, you did? Are you attending uh, Celebration? Yes, this will be my fourth Celebration. Fourth one. So which one was your first one then? Here, four years. Yeah. Okay, so you've been to Europe then. Or was that before Anaheim? Before, that was just before. So Anaheim, Orlando, Chicago. Back to Anaheim. Ah, Chicago. Okay. All right. Everybody forgets the Midwest. Everybody. Uh, nobody. Oh, I, I heard Chicago. It's worth forgetting. <laughs> All right. You got some good Chicago ones here, though. Uh, you nice got people. some. They're nice people. Chicago. They're great people. So what about, so for you, what was, what was your favorite part of the day today? Today was shopping. Okay. Yes. Okay. So how long did you wait in line? Um, it was... More than I'd like to, but always worth the wait. So, what's the, what's the uh, what do they call it? The, um, the light speed 
line uh, with the app? Did you use the app to get in line? I did not. I just waited like a uh, a peasant. It's it's fine. Like a youngling, you just waited. Yeah, you just wait. Do your, do your time. It's All right. So, what kind of swag did you score today? Oh, I got the monkey, the Kavokian monkey. That's always fun. Shoulder mounted. That's always cool. I got the uh, Darth Tyrannus uh, saber. That's heavier than I thought it'd be. It's a solid piece of equipment. Okay. Yes. So nice. that's that's worth the money. So. All right. Um, couple of holocrons. Those are nice. Nice. So, All right. Very good. Uh, I, I suggest. I suggest don't wait. Just take impulse, trust your instincts, and execute. We have a, a lovely young lady next to you. Is she a Star Wars fan at all? My wife, yes. She has her own rebel tattoo and matching Star Wars rings, yes. So, all right, so my wife is next to you on the other side. That's Lisa. She's very reluctant to talk on the microphone. All right, so are you here supporting Dan, or are you a Star Wars fan as well? I'm a fan as well. Nice. Okay, what was your what was the favorite part of the day for you? Um, we went on Rise of the Resistance, which was phenomenal. First time to Disneyland? Yes, out here, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you guys from? Uh, Nebraska. I'm from Georgia originally. So Beautiful. All right. So Rise of the Resistance, did you get on Smuggler's Run? We did. That was fun, but I think I liked Rise better. Yeah, yeah that's a good what, how long did you wait for Rise? Oh, it was not that long. We had a some form of quick pass, so maybe 20 minutes. Fantastic. And so you're going to celebration tomorrow then? Tomorrow, yeah. Yep. Very excited, hoping to get some tattoos. So Nice. Okay, so I, I emailed one of the tattoo artists trying to get one myself. We're going to get I Love You and I Know separately. <laughs> we both have our own. Our own. Let's see. He is a Jedi. I have a rebel. Look at that, Lisa. Oh, that's a nice one. I like that. All right, Dan's showing me the. She, he's got the rebel emblem on the right Jedi, shoulder. Jedi. Excuse me. Jedi. I'm sorry. Jedi emblem. I'm a, uh, not totally sober here, so that's okay. I got the Jedi emblem on the right shoulder. Got it. Got a little. Got some guns there too, Dan. I gotta say. Well, she's a physical uh, trainer, personal trainer, so. That, that helps. I have to do my push-ups. Have to have a physical, uh, a physical trainer in, in the in the home. You can stay fit. All right. <laughs> we had a Dave Filoni signing in the in the hotel today. So, so sorry. Start the story over if you don't mind. Yes. So going to the uh, Obi Wan premiere. Yeah. That uh, everybody who was at the first panel today was able to go to, which was a surprise to everybody. Amazing. Um, on my way to the elevator, I see a group of people. By the way, real quick, did you see Harrison Ford today? He was at the um, I, uh, the Lucasfilm panel, okay. as well as John Williams, and then they did premiere the Willow trailer, or teaser. Oh, my God. And so it was amazing. Okay. Um, but on my way to the elevator, I said a group of people, they didn't really think anything of it. The moment I got there, recognized hair and eyes. Gray hair, eyes of, uh, I'm going to say it right now, Dave Filoni. But without his hat, so I didn't know if it was him or not. Eyes of an angel. Eyes of an angel, obviously. <laughs> and uh, I look at his hat, at his hands, and he has a, he has a hat. I'm like, maybe this person's cosplaying Dave. Uh, saw a little wolves pin. Saw the all access on his uh, on his tag, and then right. fangirled a little bit. Yeah. Didn't really say anything because obviously he doesn't want to be 
bothered. How could you not, though? What do you do? You're, you have to be, like, thinking to yourself, how am I going to approach this? Like, you want to talk to Dave Filoni, but how do you – what are you thinking to yourself in that moment? I talk to everybody else around him, and I ask them, hey, how's Celebration? What's your favorite part? And then they ask me, what is your favorite, your favorite part? And so I say, besides the panels, right now – and they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, if, if I'm guessing what's going on right now, this is my favorite part of, the, of today. And then we get into the elevator. There are other people in there. Don't call any attention to them. And then upon exiting, someone else asks for a photo. So I ask for a photo because I feel comfortable at that point. Okay. But it was Dave Filoni. And he is at a hotel close to the convention. Right. Not not to be named. Not to be named. All right. Okay. But if you. But are, I'm looking at a photo on yes. your phone, and that is phone. you, and clearly that is Dave that Filoni. is the man. The man. That's uh, awesome. Inconspicuous with the 50th anniversary he's a, shirt. He's got his 50th uh, anniversary yes. Lucasfilm shirt on. But he is the man. Very nice, and to keep privacy. He is at one of the hotels around here. That that's cool, man. That is something to save. Never get rid of that oh, photo, man. And then on the way out of the premiere of Obi-Wan, my friend gets a Sam Witwer what? photo. Uh, let me find his. So he actually texted me a minute after me leaving. About I'm 10 feet away. Oh, yeah. And Sam Witwer, Kenobi! You know, oh, how that, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yes. That's awesome. So I think the best thing about Celebration is just meeting random and seeing random people just normal yeah. out there. So. Yeah. Well, again, thank you, man. Oh, you're che- cheers. Cheers, my friend. Oh, cheers for sure. Yes. All right, so I'm, I'm, we're talking. We're continuing the conversation with Dan. And uh, he just shared just a, a small tidbit of information that he is a member of the that's, 501st. That's actually kind of important, actually. It's a little bit important. And he's showing me this these. This is Lisa, by the way. I'm actually here. Uh, yeah, we, sorry. The, our audience knows who you are, Lisa. Well, I was <laughs> avoiding uh, contact before but now i'm i'm jumping in <laughs> jumping in full force that's because you got some whiskey on board no 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 i'm, just, excited. Li- I'm just excited now a little bit of liquid bravery no i don't need liquid bravery <laughs> i'm always brave. well dan our, our our guest is dan who's a member of the 501st and uh just central, sh- garrison. central garrison in uh omaha nebraska and uh the image that you just showed of of uh, your costume is pretty impressive. So tell us about your costume. I am uh, the Sith Lord Darth Revan, and I am probably the only person you'll see with a Force lightning ball. Uh, I, I, I premiered it here in the Anaheim convention a few years ago, and it was phenomenal response. Like uh, just thousands of pictures getting taken and. It was really fun. You're and on a lot of Instagram feeds. I was very much on. I made a, a really good friend from an Instagram feed. Um, he took a great picture of me from from the show, and we just started messaging. And he's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we're we've been we've been chatting ever since. And we meet up. We met up in Chicago for beers at the convention. We're on the same floor uh, here tonight. Um, but uh, I've evolved it to create the Force Lightning Ball with with uh, smoked enhancement, smoke enhancement. So I'm looking forward to the response on that. So the, the costume, the image that you showed me, I mean, is that 
Did you create that yourself, or do you buy that mask? How? Tell me about the genesis of your of your uh, costuming. So, I really enjoyed the character from from essentially the books. Uh, I read the Darth Revan. I did. <laughs> I read the Darth Revan book, and that was it was really good premise on that. And I really enjoyed that. So I, I, I did some research on that, and I found WickedArmor.com out of Florida, and he does some great costume work. And uh, I got my my costume for Revan from him, and then I did some augmentations for sustainability, as far as like Velcros and securing the process to make sure that it's, it's. Can you bring the bring the fo- that photo up again really quick while we talk? I'm, I'm, I'm most curious about the mask. Did you fabricate that or how, so how does that, how do you even go about creating something like, cause that look is, it's, it, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, essentially he is a, he's a Mandalorian mask that he, he conquered Mandalore and became ruler of Mandalore. So it's a Mandalorian mask that he has and he owns that now. So, um, this is one of, you know, uh, Wicked Armor's creations that I had. Uh, I've evolved it into a helmet now that I got from Etsy. So um, I'm more of an enhancer than a creator, if that makes sense. I like to make the things better. So I got the costume from um, Wicked Armor. And then I got a new helmet from Etsy, from a gentleman from Etsy. Yeah. So what? There's a lot of talented, a lot of talented artists out there. Oh, for sure. Love helping out. So. So so talk about some of the the uh, the work that the 501st does because I know that in we're from LA, local, and the 501st does a lot of great stuff in our area. Totally. Uh, especially in Nebraska, we're we're very big in helping. Uh, a lot of our community uh, projects from my favorite is honestly the Omaha Children's Museum Um, it's a great museum in in downtown Omaha and it's Star Wars night and we bring in you know 10 to 30 different characters in Star Wars gear and then it's just hundreds of, of kids and parents and they just in awe it's just so much fun pictures everywhere just running around and it's just fantastic so that's my favorite favorite one but we do all sorts of things from parades to other fundraisers and and project and charities so that's really good that's the great thing about the about star wars in general is you know we we fans come together for good causes we support one another you know um 501st is bad guys doing good that's right exactly. i have a question i have a question this is lisa again I'm here, by the way. How do you become a member of 501st, and how do you get involved in all the events? Because I think this one right here needs, like, a Stormtrooper costume or something and needs to go to events. Like, how does that happen? You're helping me get a wife-approved Star Wars uh, or a Stormtrooper costume here, Dan. He's he's always asking for one, so... Careful with the next words, Dan. Help me out here. You, you, You pull the trigger. You just step up and you say, I want that. I'm going to make it happen. You, you, you find the resources to make it happen. You buy the stuff. You clean it up. You clean it up. You submit it to your local garrison. They approve it. And then you make alterations as needed or you're in. And outside of identifying the resources, though, there's a lot of good that comes from 
from uh, costuming and being part of the 501st? Yeah, I, the, the smile on the children's faces and then the smile on their parents and the commonality they now have is really just fun. Like when I, I wasn't part of the 501st to begin with when I went to the Children's Museum. I just showed up with a lightsaber with my kids. And I was like, I'm gonna do that. And I did that. And then me and my boys just enjoy that together. So is that, is that, so I'm looking at another picture. I'm looking at a, uh, looks like a little little guy, a, a little guy dressed as Han, and a, a little bit older guy dressed as, uh, it looks like an Anakin, a dark side Anakin, just flipped over as a new newly minted Darth Vader there. Yep. Yeah, those are my boys. They picked out their costumes and uh, they owned it. I mean, they really enjoyed walking around and uh, getting their pictures taken, and and uh, it was really fun for them. So, so, so as the wife of this little clan, what what is your what, the mother? What what is your take on all of this? Uh, I love it. So, his boys are not my boys. Well, they are now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so They're closer we, to we her met, via yes. Star Wars than yes. their actual mother. It brings people together, right? It brings it, it Star. I, I've argued on other shows and on our show, Star Wars is a father-son story. It's about families. It is. We and had our uh, independent love of the oh, the series power. before we met each other. That's great. That's great. It's all about the children, yeah, bringing joy to the children and it's all about the children inside of us right i mean we're all we're all just big you kids you are little boys at heart yeah and little oh, girls but little that's, boys that's very that's hard. we're all kids at heart yeah well dan keep up the good work man that that's oh look at that detail oh go back go back wait, one wait, wait, wait. that's funny go back Is oh, that's, that's your insane. so that's some detail there that's, that's super cool great. man so, so do you have an Instagram or something that our, our listeners can go to to check these out? Or are you online at all? Or online presence? Or 501st Midwest Garrison? Can we uh, check out? find it closer under that. I don't, I don't think you want to go to my chef. So you're not going to find my, my Star Wars gear on my chef. Oh, now that's something that my wife, who is a, a foodie might be interested in so do you is that your profession are you a, are you a yeah, chef i own my own culinary business in nebraska uh, yeah. so I, I want to go back up to the room and watch uh, top chef right now because yeah that's what i'm waiting for he wants to watch what's is there a, is there a tar, top chef dark side no, or something something like star wars related uh, obi-wan kenobi yeah something show. some kenobi like show me, that's like, top chef is a, you know tonight i need to watch that tonight i love that you have an album in your phone called just called revan that's yeah. awesome Oh, uh, where is it? Oh, it's my Star Wars. Oh, so we're looking at uh, Dan's Star Wars room. We got, I see some uh, ad-ats on the wall there. Oh, and the crawl, the crawl painted on the wall. Got a super star destroyer on the wall there. So, oh, see, I'm not the only one that hangs his Star Wars ships from the ceiling, honey. Oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. All right. We are brothers in the forest, Dan. I'm yes. telling you. But unfortunately, his is in the garage. <laughs> because we live in Long Beach and our houses are very small. Because we do a lot of uh, our mortgages Oh, wait, wait. Go back a couple. That was uh, looked like Han and Car... Wait, is that a refrigerator? That was just... Oh, all right. It was a gimmick. That was just a gimmick. 
Oh, that's some good. She painted that. Beautiful. A little Lego action there. That's great. So I painted, I painted all the walls. All the artwork came from Star Wars Celebration, signed, signed pieces. I have in my office actually. Might have been, might have yeah, been. Yeah, that looks. Real. I I might own that piece as well. Yeah. Two and a half years. Yeah. And I painted all the walls and the the Jedi and. Six mango carts. So I've got I've got to ask you coming coming to this does it is it beginning to sink in for you like the connection between Star Wars and fans and are you are you. Um, how are you feeling about being here at Celebration with, with your husband who dresses up at the, as, the, as the 501st? As part of the 501st. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Bring so many people together who love the same thing. Yeah. And now they have people to share it with. It's, it, it, I agree. It's super cool. It's super cool to have this camaraderie. You just walk in with a microphone and start talking yeah. Star Wars. It's, well, a, it, it's well, amazing. We, we got here at like, what, 7 o'clock and we checked into our room. Yeah. And everywhere, there were like costumes and people dressed up and T-shirts, and I'm like, oh, we're home. We're, we're home with our people. And I joke with you. I'm like, you know, I know this is kind of like, you know, whatever. But I like, I love this. I love all the people. And where is my my dress that I have? Well, there's no Edward or Bella walking around. There's no, no Twihards walking around. Yeah, I'm a Twilight person, but I can also like do the Star Wars too. You guys, Twilight fans at all? Okay. Oh, see. Yeah, okay. see, they're good. They're they good. Don't really mesh. The two worlds don't mesh at all. Maybe there I should be a mashup of Twilight I do and Star have a Wars. Custom Stormtrooper dress that I wore for the 2015. It's, it's pretty. And I was, it's pretty I beautiful. Was actually, in a magazines, I don't remember what it was, but they posted a picture of me with all these other guys in some like nerd. I think it was nerd.com or something. I, I resemble that remark. I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, it was cool. No, but my dress is super cute. All right. Yeah. Nerds rule the world. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. They do. They do. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot for sharing. That was, yeah. you guys are doing good work and uh, your lovely family. Thank you so much for sharing your 501st experience. Have a great celebration, you guys. You Thank too. you. You, you enjoy. Let, let's just get this out of the way really quick, Joe. Cheers. Really nice to meet you, Joe. Joe is with the 501st, Southern California Garrison. Yes. yes. And it's, it's great to meet you. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So what is your role in the Southern California Garrison? And uh, tell me about your experience with the 501st. Well, I'm one of many who volunteer to, uh, you know, basically go to any uh, charity event. And uh, we help support fundraising Mainly for uh, children's hospitals or any event, any, uh, any, anyone in need, really. Yeah. And just our presence, whenever we show up, people always want to contribute. So, It's really an amazing thing. You, you said before we started uh, recording that the, the tagline is bad guys doing good. Can you talk a, a little bit about that? Well, yes. Yeah, so so we have, the, we have the, the light side and the dark side, right? So... The 501st, we're bad guys, but we're good guys, right? So then you have the rebels, the rebel legion, who are the good guys. So, you know, you got, you got the good guys and the bad guys all doing good. So, yeah. And we, we all show up, to, we, we, we help each other out. We show up 
with each other, even though we don't, can't stand each other. So it's all good. So is there is there really a rivalry? Is it like a, is it like a is there any bad blood between the Rebel Legion and the 501st? Uh, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. So you know we it, we all have the same goal, and that's to you know bring smiles to people's faces. So. It's really an amazing thing to watch from a relative outsider um, to see the great things that the 501st does. Can you can you share a little bit about maybe just in the last year some of the things that you've been involved with with the 501st? Sure. So I, I joined right in the middle of the pandemic, so in 2020. So we weren't really allowed to do anything. But just the amount of camaraderie that I found you know, just on social media... I became friends with people from the Italian garrison, people from England, people from all over the world. So, um, and then when it did come time to troop, which is what we do, um, you know, I, I, I think my first troop was at a police charity event in Van Nuys, California. So it, it, it's, the, it's the little things like that. And then we also have the big things like the Hollywood Christmas parade, you know, so it, it's... It's 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 all good. So, what do you, what do you feel like the impact is? Like I, I've seen, you know, I think it's really good. Like I go to Disneyland all the time. I'm from LA. I, I live in Long Beach, and we're we're based out of LA in Long Beach area, in Orange County. And uh, I you know I go to events all the time and see the local Southern California Garrison in action. And it's it's really something special to see a little kid like three or four years old. Uh, confronting Darth Vader and see the smile on that kid's face and their parents' face. Oh, oh yeah. We, it, you know, we have our masks on, but to see our joy, I mean, and, and tears, because sometimes it's heartbreaking some, seeing uh, kids in a children's hospital or something. But the smile on their face, it, it, it's all worth it. Whatever we do, the hard work that it is to, to make our own kits and our own costumes to see that reaction on their faces it it's a hundred times you know over so yeah yeah it's so so before we started again before we started rolling here you handed me a card and it's is this your card your personal card yeah so we you know we 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 have a little you know we do swag right so we have trading cards we have our personal coins we have patches so it's all by choice you know you, most guys they don't do it which is fine and then a lot of us like to do it so it's a little uh, inside thing and then we also hand these out to the public so if, a, if we see a child hey this is them you know and and we, we, we hand it to them and that that brings those that brings the extra joy and the smile on their face it's so. like a little collectible I mean so and you are do you have a TK number Yes, yes. So we all have a, 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 a trick to our TK number. So it could be as simple as a zip code. <laughs> it could be as simple as your birthday or, or your kid's birthdays. So it's, it's just something that we all, it's a personal number. So we, we choose it. It's not given to us. So, so, so what is, what is, what's your number? So I'm TK92430. So the nine is my birthday. It's a nine, and the two four is um, my wife's birthday, 
and my daughter's birthday. Oh, wow. And then the 30 is my twin's birthday. So I got 92430. So you got your, your wife and your twins. Yeah, and you got twin, twin boys, twin girls. Fraternal. I got twin, twin boys and... I got a twin boy and girl named Luca and Leah. Oh, you got to be kidding me. No, yeah, I got my wife to agree to it. Oh, that's amazing, dude. Congratulations. Yes. You are a blessed man. Yes, yes. That is awesome. So, yeah, and it, it's, it's that, that whole number, you know, even 924 is me and my wife's anniversary. Wow. Okay. It, it's a lot of meaning in that number. So this is, uh, this is more than... That sounds like to me, it's more than just a hobby for you. I mean, it's like it's woven into your to who you are. Oh yes, I, uh, all of us, all of us that you meet, um, it, it's it's been with us for so long. So I got to introduce you to somebody. This is somebody from the Italian garrison. Oh, great. This is Fran Francesca. Francesca. Okay, nice to meet you. I'm with the Welcome to the Wretched Hive podcast, Francesca. Our, uh, so her voice is gone from screaming at the Obi Wan. <laughs> okay, so now no spoilers. I came late and didn't see it yet, so please don't spoil anything for me, Francesca. So very nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you too. And so, are you from Italy? Are you visiting for uh, the the? World celebration. Yeah. <laughs> well, and are you part of the 501st as well? Yes. I'm a part of the Italica Garrison Squad Pretoriana. That's amazing. So how do you how did you guys connect? We trading. Traded, we traded online, yeah. And this is the first time I see this man this is the in first, person. This is the first time we're meeting. We talk a lot on Facebook and this is our first meeting, our official first meeting. That's amazing. So you connected online and and uh, just became friends online, and you're meeting today for the first for the very first time. Yes, that's during, during the pandemic when I is when I go to sleep, he awakes, and we do trading. That's incredible. So what what is your uh, you you obviously you're a costumer in the five hundred first. So what is your what do you um, is it appropriate to say what do you what is your costume? I'm an officer of the officer detachment, an Imperial Security Bureau officer, ISB, the white one. So you you must like you kind of like bossing people around. Then you're an officer. Of course, I'm an inspector. So <laughs> to man that respect. The eye of the empire. So so what part of Italy are you from? I'm from Roma. Roma, the capital city. Oh, beautiful, beautiful Roma. And how long are you visiting us? How long are you here? Uh, three days. Just for celebration? Yes, but I saw Galaxy's Edge too. A dream come true, watching the Falcon and Bazoo and so on. It's a blast, amazing, really. It's so cool. So are you going to do the whole Disney thing? Are you going to go to Disneyland? I already did it. Two days, California Adventure and Disneyland, and I did all the ride that I couldn't. I could. And did you go to uh, Batu and go on any of the rides there? Uh, the lightsaber. Okay. Uh, no, no. A friend of mine did the lightsaber. I watch it. 
Yeah, I, Scott, I don't understand the question. Oh, rise of resistance? Yes, of course, Rise of Resistance was a blast. Amazing. Maybe the best ride I saw in my entire life, not only of Star Wars. I saw all the parks. I miss just the Chinese parks, but I saw Tokyo, I saw Orlando, and this is the best things ever, ever, ever. It's so, it's so cool. It's very immersive, right? It feels like you're yeah. in the middle of Star Wars. In the middle of Star Wars. In the middle of so, so i got to interrupt you. So she sure. has something in common with you. She also does a podcast in Italy. Yeah. Is that right? What's the name of your show? Um, the name of our show is Stardust. We are only girls speak about Star Wars. Oh, I love it. Stardust. It's like Giner Sonic name, of course. Of course. All right, so our listeners need to go subscribe to Stardust. You find Stardust on Empira Fan Club. Yes. Well, great. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Welcome to to uh, Anaheim, and, and so glad that you're here with us, and thank you for coming on. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, of course. And Joe, so nice to meet you as well. Thank you so much for the introduction. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for And thanks for everything you guys do. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. That was great. Thank you. All right. We're here with uh, Jeff and Sean. We are still, it's still Thursday night, right? Or is it, is it Friday morning, technically? It's Thursday. It's a long day, but yeah. It's a long day. It's a long day at the office. <laughs> it's, <laughs> Jeff says it's a long day at the office. It's 1234 on day one of celebration. We are still rocking it here in the uh, Hilton uh, Hotel Bar down here, Lisa Baldwin. Yes, we are. And I'm here with Jeff and Sean from, uh, from the Midwest, from Chicago. Chicago, outside Chicago in St. Charles, northern Wisconsin. And Wisconsin representing here in Southern California at Star Wars Celebration. Thanks for coming on the Wretched High podcast, guys. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you guys, too. So uh, we were ta- we've were we been talking a lot for about the last hour um, about how Star Wars brings people together. And why, why are you guys here? What, what's, your, what's the genesis of your Star Wars fandom? I'm going to start, I've been talking a lot with Jeff. Sean, I want you to talk to me more. What's your, what's your why are you here, Sean? Well, the thing about uh, Star Wars was that uh, it all started when we were growing up because um, when we were kids, we didn't have like a ton of money. But the one thing that we had was a VCR and we had a videotape that had all three Star Wars movies on it. Just to, just to set... All summer. How old are you, Sean? When were you born? What year? I was born in 1975. All right, so we're... I'm a 68. I'm a 60s child, so we're pretty close. We're the same generation. My The first movie we owned was Raiders of the Lost Ark on VHS. Yeah. Pretty close. Raiders of the Lost Ark was a good one, too. We had those on VHS as well. All right. Um, but uh, we would watch the, the original trilogy on videotape, and we would actually we would watch the explosions from when uh, Tie Fighters got shot, and then rewind it, and then watch them again, and then rewind them and watch it again. And this is something that we did uh, pretty much every day for the entire summer. Um, and it was like the one thing that we did have. Um, it, it was like the birth of a fandom, and you can't really quantify that anywhere else. It's just like where else do you 
find that kind of fandom. It's, it's what we did as kids. We watched those movies and, and do you, are you guys talked about your, Jeff, you talked about collecting. Are, are you, you collect uh, Star Wars I'm stuff? Much, I'm a much more selective collector now. I don't have the space I used to. Um, but I, I, I pick up more things that I love instead of everything. I used to pick up everything. Um, but now I'm I'm buying a lot of a lot of the vintage stuff that I had when I was a kid or that I wanted to have when I was a kid and didn't. Um, so that's that's like my mission here. Um, I've just I've loved this to my core since I was a kid. Like my brother was saying here, um, like we would drive our mother crazy because we would recite the movie with the movie i mean it was just, it was an adventure it, i mean it was good and evil it was you know little guy makes good i mean it was everything that um and all the best parts of everything you wanted to be was wrapped up in like 90 minutes it was great and uh and and even and it, it still transcends to today um my my 14 year old who's generally very cold towards this you know because this is dad's thing dad of you know dad likes star wars or whatever that kid walked into it walked into celebration today begrudgingly and probably had the best time of everybody in our group because it's just that magical it's like it's it's i can't even really like my limited vocabulary doesn't describe how good, you know, it, it made me feel watching him enjoy it that much. I mean, he's an introvert, and he's he's walking up to people in costumes saying, please, let me get a picture. Can I get a picture? I love your what you did. This is great work, this and that, or whatever. I mean, it was, it was, it was excellent for me to see. It was the most satisfying experience in one day I've had in Star Wars. What I've always thought that's interesting is that Star Wars really at its core is a story about family and like fathers and sons. I mean, when you think about it, the, the, uh, the Vader and Luke core of that's what's really driven the Star Wars story. It's a father-son story and guys like us, it's got that emotional like sort of pull that we want to bring in with our families. A hundred percent. I mean... There, there's there's mommy and daddy issues all over Star Wars and I don't and everybody I don't care how I don't care who you are somewhere along the line you have a mommy or daddy issue I mean it, the story is so relatable on every level um, whether I mean whether it be you know the families you're born with or the families you find or the families that you know you collect along the way. It's 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 an amazing tale of of coming of age, of good against evil, of right and wrong. Um, you know, it, it's 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 the best thing I got going. So when I when I when we walked into the lobby tonight, Lisa and I came in about seven o'clock. We walked in and, you know, there's like a couple of Jedi over here. There's like Sith Lords over here. There's Star Wars t-shirts walking around. It just kind of felt like home, Sean. It's like we're, 
we're with our people. Is there, can you, can you kind of talk about the connection that you feel with other fans being here? I mean, it's, it's one o'clock in the morning. We're talking about Star Wars. I think it's, it's just great that, uh, the experience of like the, the group where everybody is just kind of like, you know, uniting in the same thing. And there isn't like a, we have a shared experience. And uh, that shared experience um, really uh, promotes a, a level of kinship amongst everybody in the room. It, it makes it easy to, to walk up to somebody and be like, hey, how are you doing today? What is that you're wearing? How, you know, what is it you have to trade with us? You know, if you didn't have that beginning, you know, platform to, to, to jump off of, it would be much more difficult to to you know expand your, you know, you know fan group that you're working with. So, I think it's great. So you you guys both attended uh, today. You were both uh, at the conference. This is actually, my this is my seventh. Celebration of attendance. Seven. So, so, so were you at the? That's close to the first one. There's only been about ten, right? Every stateside one after four. So that might be six or seven. I lose count after. I only have five fingers. I lose count. That's impressive because outside of Europe and Japan, there's only been about seven or eight in the u.s I, I, I did not i i did i did not go to colorado i never went to the indiana and i missed la so everyone stateside after that i've been to so what was what was the best thing you saw uh today what was the the, the best part morning i saw john williams and you know conducting people so that was pretty fucking great. 90 year old john williams on your podcast? Yes, okay yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. i don't know no, I, I mean, I saw I saw live vocalists do Duel of the Fates. I saw Ewan and Hayden come out, and then I saw uh, John Williams conducting an orchestra and Harrison Ford. So, I mean, I don't know what else I could really do to make it better. Like a drop mic, walk off stage. I mean, how do you... You're holding the mic. I'm not going to drop it. But how do you... Say mic drop. That's it. There's nothing else to see. How do, how do you top? How do you top that? I mean, moving forward, I'm not. I'm not sure you can top. I'm gonna try. I mean. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Rancho Obi Wan and see all this stuff. Yeah. I am. I'll, I'll hit Rancho Obi Wan tomorrow. Um, you know, I'll chase all my pins today, tomorrow. We we talked a little bit about Rancho. And um, you know the special thing that Rancho Obi Wan is. Sean, have you have you checked that out? Did you get a chance to look at, at Rancho Obi Wan's exhibit no, today? Not actually, I have not. I, I haven't actually. This is my first trip to California, so I've never actually been to Rancho Obi Wan, and uh, it's not going to happen on this trip, unfortunately. Well, but, but you can go to the exhibit on the third floor. Well, I will try to. I will do that definitely. I will definitely do that, but. Uh, um, I don't think that that's actually good to replace the opportunity of uh, going to the actual Rancho Obi Wan, which I'm going to do eventually, just not this trip. <laughs> you got to get there. It's it's like it's like going to Mecca for Star Wars fans. Exactly. It's, 
Yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, well, listeners, they they just they just turned the lights on. I, that that means mean it's a uh, it's one a.m. twelve forty five. They're going to be closing the bar down. Uh, Jeff and Sean, uh, it's very nice to meet you. I hope you have a wonderful celebration, and uh, welcome to California. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thank you for uh, thank you for chatting. I'm, I'm having a great time. I hope I bump into you soon. Uh, thanks for the beer. My pleasure. Thanks a lot, Sean. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Well, I'm here with Loud Mike, Uben, Frederick, and Anna. And who is the groupie? Uh, and uh, we're talking Star Wars collecting here at day one of Star Wars Celebration. Welcome. Thank you for joining the Wretched Hive podcast, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for reminding us. Well, it's an honor. Yes, yes. You're very welcome. Now, I I'm standing across the bar, and I could not help but notice uh, you're dressed from head to toe. Uh, in R2-D2, and, and you have a Kenner hat. So tell me your story, Mike. What, what, is, what is your collecting story? Give me, from, from, from your childhood to now, what is your Star Wars story? Uh, my Star Wars story is, is more like, um, yeah, I, I want to be in front of everything. So I bought a costume with R2-D2, and my Kenner hat is more like signature for um, I'm collecting the toys and stuff from ladies and everything vintage vintage stuff. So, so what is your do you what is your most uh, like prized possession that you you found so far? It's hard because I have been slowing down with the collecting, but. Uh, I think the most priceless stuff I have is more like a Spanish stuff. Oh. That means that produced in Spain and released in Spain and yeah. the artwork and the thing is from Spain. Yeah. And but generally generally speaking is about everything about toys have been raising in prices. So it doesn't matter what it comes from, it's if it's Europe, American or South American. Is going for ridiculous prices. For the art, right? Because you have a he has this wall in his living room, all Star Wars art, or you know, quite limited editions of whatever artwork from Celebration and whatnot. It's awesome. It's looking great from Mike Mitchell and you know, cool stuff. So that's more like you. You're more into that than the toys nowadays, I would say. So. Well, when I say price position, I didn't mean like the most expensive. I meant like, what is the most meaningful thing that you have to you? What is the most... Um, it's good that you're elaborating on this because we are from Sweden. So we are a bit stupid and we, are, no. we, don't, we don't know English that well. So. No. We're, look, I'm, I'm an American. We are the most stupid people on the planet. We elected Trump as our president. So we're, 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 we've yeah, got, we have, that, but, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not bring politics into it. But what is the most meaningful thing to you that you, that you have in your collection? I shouldn't, I don't value anything about the price of it. Right. It's more like, it could be for every month is something that 
feels more valuable to me. And sometimes it could be some artwork, toys, or sometimes it could be clothes. And so it's more. It's a hard. It's a hard question. It's a hard question. So. Uh, when I was a, so I was born in uh, 1968. Yeah. I'm 54, yeah. and uh, I collected the original three and three quarter action figures, yeah. and uh, I also collected some of the original ships. And I one of the things that I kept from that is Han Solo's. I don't know if you remember or you have it, but it's a it's a one to one replica of the of the um, DL-44 blaster, the Kenner blaster. That, that's nostalgia, because I'm, a, I'm actually the same age as you, and every collector collects everything that has memories from their childhood. And like, the guys over here, we're collecting stuff that we're, I've been growing up with. And you have special memories with the figures and the ships or places that you have been given but by your parents or, yeah, you know what. So that's why. So usually everybody's focusing or everybody's collecting everything about the 80s or sometimes the 90s. But the special focus is what did I grow up with and what did I sold or grow up or just lose. So that's the, that's the point. So most of the guys that have a special focus are focusing on the figure that they did. What did I get as a first figure? What did I remember? What is my special memory of that special figure? That's very, that's the special one. And those are the most valuable. What is it to you? Is it uh, farm boy Luke or Han Solo or Stormtrooper? What did you get? Or perhaps could it be a crappy toy like a non-robot, I don't know, something? So that's, that's why you collect. You're collecting because it's memorabilia, it's like nostalgia. Yes. It's something that's, that's a deep, deep meaning for you. Yes. That means more than the money, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I noticed that your, your outfit is R2-D2. Is there something special no. about no. that? That no. no? No, no. It's because the company who sold the, the suits are selling different Star Wars costumes. And this was the one that, yeah, what do you, what do you, what do you say? Uh, notice most, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you can choose those ordinary with Star Wars logos, you can see for PO, but the R2D2, everybody noticed one. And it's oh, quite cheap. It suits you, yeah. it looks good. Yeah. It's nice to meet you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm going to take a piss and... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Frederick, uh, your friend's going to take a leak. 
I think he's running away from me. He's a little bit scared of me right now. Out of 10 million people in Scandinavia, he's the most legendary collector that is. Is that right? Yeah, of Star Wars collecting at least. <laughs> well, he, he was sharing about how sort of uh, Star Wars is more about, Star Wars collecting is more than about the money. It's more about how uh, it made us feel as children and how we sort of collected and how it makes us feel now to, to remember our childhood. Uh, do you have sort of that connection with Star Wars? Yeah, we do, and ironically, he doesn't really because he is a bit older. And in Sweden or in the Nordics, Star Wars, you know, was a bit delayed because in the 80s, I, I don't know, it took like two, three years before we got what you had in the US. So I was born in the beginning of the 80s, so I grew up with it. But I had Star Wars in my life, 1986, 87, 88, when it was pretty much dying in the US and then he was 17 already so I you know it's for him it's more about the design I think and the whole you know phenomena of the of the star thing but for me I definitely get what you mean because I buy stuff I smell it basically and I got I get thrown back to smell it yeah it's insane I know but yeah. I get thrown back to you know, a particular day in the, the 80s, just remembering stuff I would not have remembered otherwise if I hadn't or smelled this stuff. So it's, I'm not only smelling it, I also do other stuff with it. But well, <laughs> smelling goes back to Marcel Proust. It, the whole thing starts with smelling that tea and then it takes you back to memory. Well, it's all, those, all of our senses, right, are all connected to, those, to the memories that we have. So what kind of things do you guys collect? Um, he was sharing that he collects a lot of the um, the vintage clothes and the shirts and things. What kind of things do you guys collect? Started off with buying back your childhood, basically, as you said, because you you know you had like okay, I had 70 of the 96 figures when I was a kid, so I need the other ones. But then you started to realize that okay, Star Wars collecting Star Wars is pretty uh, wide area, so you you need to limit yourself. So you started a, like a focus area, or I started collecting a particular figure, 2MB, a medical droid, which was the lamest figure basically. In the, you know. Wait a minute, your selected, your your favorite is 2MB? Yeah, because, I don't know. That's awesome. Nobody else at that point collected him, so I was pretty much alone getting a lot of good that, stuff. That's, but a niche, that's a niche market there. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. true, yeah, because collectors do get it, but you know, whenever regular people are coming, you know, for a visit to my house, they are like, why do you have 60 of the same figure? I'm like, no, 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 it's different countries, different uh, whatever, so they don't really get it, but you know, then I, it gets interesting, because then you can collect the prototypes, the pre-production things, it's a bit strange for Swede, getting stuff 40 years later meant for like I have stuff produced for the New York Toy Fair in 1983 and I'm like just like what if those guys would have imagined that this 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 stuff would have ended up in Sweden 40 years later it's it was just meant for the fair and then to be thrown out but it's still you know my most cherished thing in my collection so it's that's amazing so have you guys uh, 
Uh, have you guys checked out Rancho Obi-Wan? Have, do you, are you familiar with Rancho and Steve Sansweet and his collection? Have you checked that out yet? Did you get a chance to look today? Absolutely. Uh, it's just stunning. It's amazing what those guys have done. A bit legendary and uh, mythological almost for us uh, Europeans. Yeah. So when I went to the West Coast to travel up at my honeymoon from San Francisco to, uh, to Vancouver, they were closed. So I didn't get oh, in. Yeah. Oh, was it during COVID? No, no. It was 2017, but it's not oh. open every day. Like, so I went past and like, please, could you open? Now we close. Sorry. But, yeah. um, but they're just legendary. It's amazing. But uh, yeah, Gus Lopez had a tour in our house during our honeymoon. And it was amazing. And my wife, who doesn't like it that much, said, wow, that was probably the funniest thing we did. <laughs> went through that tour and saw the Death Star and everything. So collecting connects people throughout uh, the entire world uh, and uh, I would never know Frederick it wasn't for collecting and you meet friends for life it's it's really fun it's amazing I mean that's that's the one thing that's wonderful about Star Wars and about our show that we found is that Star Wars is that sort of connective fabric that 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 we all share as fans at an event like this I mean it's 1 a.m. and we're having drinks and talking about Star Wars it's just it's something really special that we all share. What What is the best thing that you guys saw today? Frederick, I'll ask you first. What is the, if you had to pick one thing that you highlight today, what was the best thing you saw today? Uh, well, will sound cheesy, but the friends, I guess, because we haven't been able to travel for like three years now, you know, because of the pandemic and all of that. We haven't even, you know, we couldn't enter the country. We were locked out, so. My first celebration, it was all about the toys. I was like 10 years old again. But you know, six celebrations later, it's like, Todd is from Hawaii. I have friends from Singapore all of a sudden. It's like, it's kind of strange. Meeting regular friends again, they don't really get it. They like, okay, so you actually have friends because of this hobby of yours from the entire world. And I go, yeah, I could basically go wherever I want to in the world and have a place to sleep because of the toys. It's insane. Yeah, it's, uh... That's so cool. All right, well, thanks so much for coming on the show. Looks like we're breaking this up. I appreciate you coming on the show, Frederick. Thanks Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Good meeting. Uh, you too. All right, I'm here with Todd from Chicago here again still at uh, 1 a.m. or so on the first night of uh, Star Wars Celebration here in Anaheim. Uh, Todd, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, pleasure to be here. Actually, Todd, I'm from Hawaii, but I'm originally from Chicago. Todd from Chicago, displaced to Hawaii. Um, so this is like your 10th celebration? Uh, <laughs> uh, probably right in that area. I've been to the celebration in Europe, uh, all three. Uh, see episode or celebration three, yeah. five, six, seven, eight. Where are we at now? I know. This, I don't know. This has got to be around 10 or so. Somewhere in that area. That sounds about right. So uh, what is the genesis of your Star Wars fandom? Why are you, why are you here and why do you go to these things? Um, honestly, it's about the friends. So you know, I have friends all over the world. And we actually travel together to go see each other all the time. Yeah, we go to... I was in Sweden a couple years ago. I've uh, been to Europe multiple times to see friends, uh, Singapore. So just the, the network of friends that we have built over the years is what keeps me coming back for sure. It's just a ton of fun. 
it, that's what Star Wars does, right? It's it's like this uh, this sort of universal thread that runs through our lives. That's kind of sort of it's particularly with guys, and if you don't mind me guessing, like guys our age. Yeah, absolutely. That that kind of runs through our lives. Yeah, I think it's in our blood, in our veins. You know, Star Wars was was a, a phenomenon that was just so much different than anything else before. Uh, and I don't want to say after because, you know, I'm sure the next generations will have some other things that will kind of tie it in and relate. But, you know, this was such a big part of our lives growing up. I mean, every kid had a Star Wars toy. I mean, it changed the way toys were made. Uh, and I think that really tied in kids. I mean, how many stories you hear from people our age of they played star wars with their friends they blew up star wars toys with their friends they you know just did all that kind of stuff and the movies were so intricate it's amazing it was only three movies really for the majority of our life um and to have made such a massive bond or deep impact i would say better through all of us it's just awesome it's amazing now you're talking about the three movies obviously you're an original trilogy fan i'm gonna i'm gonna guess we're close to the same age i was born in 68 so we're probably close. three so all right so same same generation uh so what'd you think about the the let's start with the prequels what'd you think about episode one two and three you're a fan um, you know, I'm, I'm really a fan of everything Star Wars. I know a lot of my friends will laugh about that. I thought three was absolutely amazing, well done. Uh, one and two, you know, they've kind of grown on me over the years. I would say off the bat, I never liked two, uh, but it started to grow more and more. And uh, that's fair. Uh, on the show, I, th- I think it's fair to say we're, we're friends of the prequels. What do you think about the sequel trilogy? We're pretty split on our show with the sequels. What do you think about 7, 8, and 9, Todd? You know, there's certain nostalgic to some of it. Like, you know, let's face it, how many people tear it up or got really emotional when Han and Chewie come back onto the Millennium Falcon? Chewie, we're back home. You know, that was that was big. Was Chewie, we're home moment is... That- Spectacular. I, I mean, it's... It gives you chills, you know, when you go to see it and we saw it. Uh, but the rest of the movies, eh, you know, I thought 9 was absolutely horrible. It was hard to watch. Um, 8 wasn't much better. I think 7 more was because we were dying for something. We were, we were thirsting for it. And 16 years. Yeah. You know, and I, and I love that Disney took it over. I think the people... Haven't really realized how much. Five minutes, okay? <laughs> That's a loud mic coming in. Loud mic from Sweden. Are, are you are you a collector also as well? Yes, I mean that's loud mic. Yeah, yeah. Um, the majority of all of our friends are brought together because we all collected the Star Wars toys. So you know, we were on Rebel Scum, then we we went over to the Facebook, and that was probably the common denominator that got all of us together. Uh, but just the love of everything else kept us together. So, Mike, then as a collector, obviously you're familiar with Rancho Obi Wan. Have you been up to the to see the exhibit here at uh, Celebration? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Been to see his place before. I mean, it's the amount of care that they've done in, in the display. It's it's spectacular. I mean, it's it, when you see the stuff, you're like, holy cow! I can't believe these four collectors have put all of this amazing stuff together. Uh, and some of that stuff is, well, you know, near priceless. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. So, uh, Todd. Wh- uh, Today, day one of celebration, 
if you had to pick one highlight, one thing that you're going to tell you know your grandkids about, what is the one thing that you're going to remember from today? Mm, good one. Good one. Um, I don't. I can't. Uh, well, you know what? The Obi Wan. Watching Obi Wan. No spoilers. I haven't seen it. I came late. Obi Wan. Uh, I thought it was really awesome. I enjoyed it. Uh, seeing the new things they're going to be coming out with is pretty cool. Um, outside of that, honestly, literally seeing my friends I haven't seen in three years. Like, it's been we see each other, we jump with each other, and give hugs, and just it's amazing because we haven't seen, we haven't been together for almost three years for a lot of our friends. Todd, where can uh, can people find you online, or do you have like an Instagram or a website? Uh, Todd on Maui is my Instagram, and on Facebook it's. Uh, Todd Hudson, just look for a guy in a cowboy hat with a girl in cowboy clothes. Nice, Todd. Thanks so much for coming on the Wretched Eye Band. Absolutely. Enjoy, guys. Thanks, bro. I like that. Well, we're still down in the bar. It's uh, it's after 1 o'clock. <laughs> and uh, I am, oh, it's 1.30 on day one of Star Wars Celebration. And I am speaking with uh, Alan who's better known on Instagram as Luke Hangover. Alan, welcome to the Wretched High Podcast. Thanks, man. I appreciate being here. Alan, uh, just at, at our demand, he did not flash this like he's showing it off, but Lisa demanded that he's like, I want to see the Porg tattoo. Alan has a pretty sweet Porg tattoo on the left shoulder. It's a Porg Wearing sunglasses, Alan. What's the genesis of that tattoo? Uh, well, I do a mashup of Luke Skywalker from from New Hope and The Hangover, and i i wear a por I wear a baby Bjorn with a porg with named Carlos with uh, sunglasses on. I I get it immediately. You've got you you look a. You, Honestly, you look a little like Mark Hamill. You got the beard. Does, you got the you does. got the hair. He does. Yeah. But you've got a little bit like a, a Zach Galifianakis look too. Yeah, it's, that's all I've heard since that movie came out. So oh my we God. actually <laughs> met him on the Vegas trip with the baby Bjorn and everything. What? Wait a minute. No. Well, I, I actually had a guy that does that on the Vegas trip rip me off, yeah. rip my cosplay off. Yeah. Legit Zach, but a, a play Zach with the he had like the little speedo and the baby Bjorn. I've done I've done the yeah. speedo one for Dragon Con. Yeah. <laughs> I we need a picture of that for the podcast feed. There aren't there aren't any pictures of that one. All right, we'll save the picture. Uh, <laughs> what what is the genesis of your Star Wars fandom? Why are you here at Star Wars Celebration? Well, I saw the first Star Wars when it first came out in like was 77 yeah i saw the first one because i was a kid and i saw it and can i guess we're we're pretty close so i'm born in 68 we're pretty close to the same age 68 right right so 54 i grew up with star wars i've always loved it i've i'm not a fan of like the extended stuff so much but i love the movies uh i've always been a fan of the movies and I didn't really get into the whole cosplay thing until uh, Force Awakens came out because I wasn't doing cosplay until then and I had been doing cosplay for a little bit and then some guy on Instagram said I look like old Luke Skywalker and so it's like well I guess I got to do this now. 
So original trilogy for sure for you, right? Uh, well, my favorites are Empire Strikes Back, Rogue One, and Last Jedi. Yes. Rogue One, right here. Rogue One, top three for sure. Um, all right, so so I I appreciate I've grown to appreciate the prequels. So just in one minute or less, give me your 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 analysis of the prequels. You like them, hate them, medium? What do you what do you think? I'm kind of like a machete cut guy. I ignore Phantom Menace. The other one, the uh, Attack of the Clones and Re Revenge of the Sith are fine. We're about to celebrate the, the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. Is, Revenge of the Sith is good. I, yeah, I, I like that one. That's fine. All right, now, uh, sequels. Let's talk about sequels. I, uh, now, we've got a split room in our show about the sequels. What is your opinion? I want to hone in on episode eight in particular. Where do you stand on The Last Jedi? I love it. I love The Last Jedi. It's the And I, I have a theory as to why people don't like it. People don't like it because the people that don't like it are people that relate too much to Luke Skywalker because they haven't lived up to their potential. And it immediately, like, they see someone else that they thought was a hero not living up to their potential, and it drives them bananas. Oh, Scott. I'm sorry, Scott. That hurts. <laughs> but I, I, I really relate to Luke in Last Jedi because I have not done everything I wanted to do in my life, and I've not succeeded in everything I've done in my life, and... I relate to that, and I will just say this. When the going gets tough, the Jedi get going. Oh, I love that. And I love that. And, you know, you know, one thing I never fail to understand is that Luke in Last Jedi does the same thing to Rey that Yoda did to him. Yoda messed with him to see if he would stick around. And he did, much to Yoda's chagrin. <laughs> so... Luke does the same thing to Ray because I'm going to mess with her. I'm going to drink milk out of this creature's teeth to see if she'll stick around. And she did. So he's like, oh, real? I guess I got to teach her stuff now. Okay. That's, my That's my theory. That's strong. I love that. I, I love Last Jedi. That's, that's well thought out, too. I, I absolutely love Last Jedi. It's, I think it is supremely underrated and uncredited. I love that movie. There are problems. I have problems with it. <laughs> but I have no problems with the Luke part. The Luke part it. is good. All right. That's fair. So you were... I'm get total haymail from this, aren't I? No, 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 no. Our, our room is split, basically. The, we've got five guys on the show. Two guys hate it. Two guys love it. And one guy tries to moderate, you know, the panel. And that's me. Yeah. So... I, I'm the middleman. Yeah. So, um, what do you think brings us together as Star Wars fans? I mean, we're, we're, it's one a.m. It's one thirty a.m. Got people are. This bar is pretty full still, and we're drinking, talking Star Wars. What is the thing that pulls us together here? Well, my first Star Wars celebration was 2019 in Chicago, and the thing that really made me want to come back was the absolute lack of negativity in it. Everyone at Star Wars Celebration in Chicago 
was there because they absolutely adored Star Wars and it was the thing they loved. Amen to that, brother. I never met a person that was negative about it. And this, so far, the same thing here. Everyone here just absolutely loves it. And it's like, I don't know, like all the fandom menace guys, I don't know if they're hiding out in one room together. Like, I don't know, but I never encountered any of them at a Star Wars celebration. I've done many cons. I have to say that my favorite con experience of all time was when I was, I didn't get in the panel, of course, but when I was in the actual con floor, when they showed the, the trailer for Rise of Skywalker, and everyone went silent. That was Chicago. Yes, everyone went dead silent. And then when the sh when the trailer was over, the whole cr the whole place just went nuts. And it was like the best con moment I've ever had. So you're bringing back the feels for me because in twenty <laughs> in 2015, 2015 or 16, I was here in Anaheim with my son, who at the time was uh, 13, 13. And it was the, we were in the celebration stage for the Chewy were home moment. And I literally was weeping. Oh, yeah. No, oh, oh, like everybody was so overwhelmed for Rise of Skywalker trailer that, I mean, everybody was like, oh, my God. Right. So what is it? I mean, guys our age, we're the same age, and there's everybody I've interviewed tonight is you know, within our decade, say. Um, what is it about Star Wars? It's that father-son thing, man, that, like, pulls us, that, that pulls the on the heartstrings. I, 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 can always, I can only say that I've always had a good relationship with my dad, personally, but after, re, like, Return of the Jedi came out, yeah. I had a custom-made Darth Vader Lives button that I wore to, to school, like, all the time. Yeah. So, I've... I've just always really enjoyed it. It's been a big, it's been a big part of my life. I was, all my friends loved it. All of us bonded over. We love this movie, yeah. and it was like, yeah, it's just, I really loved it, and it's always been a big thing that I've always enjoyed. It's kind of the thing that all my high school friend, like people that I graduate with, know me for is like, oh, he's the Star Wars dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. So I've, I've always, it's just always been a huge part of my life since I was like eight years old. Yeah. I've always enjoyed it, you know, so, and I, it's never really gone away. It's, it's always been there. So that's, yeah, it's, and I, I feel like kind of sad that I missed all these other Star Wars celebrations that I only came to the last one. And as soon after the last one was over, it's like, I got to go to the next one. Yeah. I can't miss it. And it's been three years waiting, and it's been hard waiting for that three years. But it's like I was so glad I made it, and I'm so glad that I, I stuck it out and came because I had such a good time today. Metal, and also I, I've, I've had a good time today meeting up with a lot of people that I met at the last one um, that I met up with again, super fun. It's incredible. There's bonds that have been made. I was talking to a couple over here earlier tonight that, well, it wasn't a couple, but two people that were meeting for the first time that have been friends for three years. She was from Italy. He's from Southern California. 
and they've been corresponding for three years during COVID, and they're meeting today for the first time. It's like Star Wars is this fabric that brings people together. I've seen so many people here today that I've only known through Instagram, and like it was just like we instantly was like ah, we knew who each, we knew each other, and that was a great experience. It was really fun, and I've I've met like already at this convention. I've met some people that it's like, this is really cool. These people are great. I'm going to try to keep in contact with them. And so that's that's a really fun experience. It's, it's really good. It's like, uh, all conventions are fun. I've gone to a lot of conventions. All They're all fun, but this one has a different vibe. Like I said, it's this is like just so positive. Maybe, the negative people maybe hide off. I don't know. I haven't met into them. But it's just a really positive experience. It's it's really fun. Everybody is like just. It's it's so cool to be with a bunch of people that love the same thing. It's a good vibe. It's fun. If you haven't been to Star Wars Celebration, try to go to one. It's if you're a Star Wars fan, you will have the best time you've ever had in your life. I did nothing today but just wander around the con floor, and I had just such a fun time. And. You know, hopefully the next two days I'll do cosplay stuff and people will dig it and I'll meet a lot of new people and make them new friends. And that's what's cool about it. You make, you make new friends. All right, tell our listeners one more time. How can they find you online? What's your Instagram? How can they follow you? It's uh, Luke underscore hangover at inst- like inst- on Instagram at Luke underscore hangover. Um, I do a... I do a Luke Skywalker hangover mashup because apparently I was destined to do that. And and I also do straight up like Luke too. He does, he does. I do crazy hobo Luke. I do old dirty bastard Luke. I have a a big fish in green milk. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's sort of an overused thing to say you were born to do something, but man, <laughs> you were born to play hung, Hangover Luke, man. So, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show, man. So nice to meet you, bud. It was good meeting you guys. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, man.